surreal that in the last, I guess, ever since I did that stay video, that stay cover mm -hmm. in 213, my father's been wanting me to sing. And he keeps saying that you have, and I said, you know, I've never been a trained singer. And my father, who ushered me into the film world, right, um, keeps saying, but your voice is so unique. And you, it is. And you uh, convey so much passion when you sing. You do. <laughs> that, that, that it has, it has merit and magic. And I remember when this song came out, he, he texted me and said, you know, this is the best, best one yet. Uh, but he, he doesn't know what's about to come. Okay, so wait, what's about to come? I'm dying. <laughs> dying! Oh, my God. Um, okay, so. <laughs> I'm seeing you and Beyonce. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who run the world, Vin? <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so. Steve Aoki is a friend of mine. Ooh. And for the last seven years, similar to my father, he's been trying to encourage me to go into a recording booth. He, you know, feels like he's worked with the best singers, and I don't know what it is. I mean, I thought he was crazy, really, for the first couple of years when he was saying it. But even before I did the Stay video, He's been wanting me to go into a recording studio. Interesting. And yeah. Really. I mean, does he, do you hang out? Because I've known you for so long yeah. and I know how much music is a part of your life. True. Like I have different songs that connect me to different time periods of our friendship oh my God. that I remember instinctively because you'd play them over and over yes, I did. and you are very much driven by music. So, so by does music. he have the same experience with you to know this? No, I don't think, it, it, I don't think well, we haven't spent, you know, you and I have spent a lot of time together. So uh, it, it's hard for anyone to compete with that. <laughs> um, but I, I think it was just on the merits of, of, of my voice or something. I don't know what it was. But if it was before stay. It was before stay. But but even Ludacris, like before he ever came back to Fast and Furious, when he had just done Crash, and uh, we connected through my friend Lorenz Tate. Mm -hmm. um, he was saying, you have something in your voice that needs to come out and people need to hear. And just two weeks ago, um, I had to go to Vegas for CinemaCon. Mm -hmm. And I was going to travel in the morning. And Steve Aoki said, can you just come in a few, seven hours earlier? Take the latest flight at night. And he sent me this song, and I played this song for the Mayan queen. And <laughs> she, she heard the song and booked the plane for that evening, and I went into this recording booth, and we recorded a song that is going to blow people's mind. So the Mayan queen books you. You go to Vegas but earlier. Mayan queen books me, shoves, <laughs> get, kick, puts me on the plane. I go to Vegas seven hours earlier. And so I land there maybe at 1 a.m. And I'm kind of tired. And he throws me into the booth. And I just start going. And he's just, his eyes are just popping out of his head. He's just going, uh, you know, I, I, I can't even, every take you do is different. Yeah, you know, an editor can spend a year working on you because you have so many different variations. And there's just something about when you sing that 
comes through that that has nothing to do with you, someone could train their voice for years and, and Steve Aoki saying that Steve, Steve are you Aoki. dying? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and then uh, when I left, when I got home from uh, CinemaCon for Fast Eight for the Fate of the Furious, um, he sent me the track and I played the track. Like before I even walked into the house, I played the track for the Mayan Queen. And I'll tell you something that I probably shouldn't say, but I played the track for the Mayan Queen and we both started tearing up. Aww. Surreal, right? It like is. why? I don't know. But I'm saying, why are we tearing up? You and Paloma hear the song, sh- you tear up, and what did she say? How did she, did she encapsulate it in some great way for you mm-hmm. as to why this was so you know, moving for you guys. And, and I imagine, you know, when you're conquering a new world, in a sense, it is emotional, right? So when you can be a part of something new and explore a whole new world that you've always secretly been passionate about, but never really had the time to play in it because you're so focused on being this big giant movie star. And now you're like, wow, the time has come when people are accepting of people being in other parts of the world, right? <laughs> So true. Um, so how did she encapsulate? She, we were without words, which is why she, I, I guess she didn't, neither of us, I didn't expect that it would be so powerful. Mm. And you, I guess you, to really give birth to something or to be part of this creation, it's like, I remember Steve Aoki saying, dude, this is your song. This is your song. This is our song. This is our song. I wasn't a cover. I wasn't jumping on someone else's song. And it was just powerful. And maybe when I went into the booth, I'm glad we're talking about this now because it's so recent I can recall this stuff. When I went into the booth, I was imagining that I was singing to my kids 10 years from now. Mm. That's why it's so powerful. Duh. Right? Uh, yeah. Essentially. <laughs> I think that's why it was so powerful. So what happens with it now? What are you going to do with it? Um, he's he's He has to mix it and finish it and do his part to it. And then you release it to the world on and Facebook? Then we release it. Then no, both? I don't think it's going to be released on Facebook. I think he You're going to release it on it. iTunes? I think he's going to really release it. Interesting. 